what you been getting into, man? Mm. Pretty much, man, I've been doing a lot of, um, I became a great fan of lighting, man. Like, I love lighting. I just love knowing how to just come in the room, somebody, a client asked me, you know, um, I need this to have this particular feel. I know how to get in there and just actually make it make it shake, man. And um, been working on lighting heavy. I've been working on a couple of clients and whatnot on a commercial side basis, meaning product commercials and stuff like that. And recently, like in the last couple of weeks and whatnot, I've been like exposing some of the work I've been doing for clients and whatnot. Um, having a hell of a good time doing that, man. I'm at peace. You know what I'm saying? Um, good, good. Always, always feel like, you know, there's more to, to creating and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to say I'm in one lane when a, when a camera's in my hand. You don't need to be in one lane either, man. Have fun yeah. with it. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I never believe you got to go after any one particular industry when it comes to the creative stuff. It's like as long as you're having fun, who cares? It could be a wedding tomorrow. It could be a product video the next day. Bingo. It doesn't matter. How'd you get into this? What, what were you doing before? You know, how, how was it that you picked up a camera and started doing this stuff? I picked up a camera, man. And first, I was I'm I'm an artist by heart, so everything started from a pen and a pad, just writing mm, mm. and whatnot. Um, I used to MC. And stuff like that too. Took it across the country, but this is back in the days like the 08 and 09. This is when like the Blackberries was was popping and whatnot, and you was typing in your um, your rhymes and whatnot. But um, but yeah, man, I um, I actually been just cross country doing that, and a good friend of mine's man, um, he happened to be like the the head man for this record label. So we went out there, and um, he was like, man, we getting all this. Get, we covering a lot of land, but not enough content far as video wise. Because again, I'm an MC, so I want to be in front of the camera. So right. a group of us want to be in front of the camera. But make a long story short, I took the volunteer note to grab a cameraman. I didn't put it down since then, man. He um he introduced me um in the video world with a Sony Elf One. Okay, so it was a clunky ass camera. Yeah, 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 like yeah. A broadcaster. I would streets, <laughs> but I was just enjoying myself doing it, man. Um, but when I got the, I got the, um, I got the mindset of saying, "Hell, if nobody don't want to film me, I might as well film them with what I have on my mind." You know, that's how I got my start too, man. It was, it was rapping, and I got to the point where it's like, I started with the studio route, right? So it's like I, I needed beats. I got to learn to make beats. Okay, now I need someone to record. I got to, I'm gonna invest in and get some recording equipment. And then it was like, yo, what about the visuals? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna invest in some camera gear. My first camera was a Canon Rebel something, like a, <laughs> a, 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 a SL1, I think it was back then. <laughs> a Kel, uh, they got they got them Rebels. It's sitting on a rack somewhere that got something written up under it because everybody yeah, has yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was it's great. It's a great starting point, yeah. and yes, it's it and it's dope that you enlightened because what I tell everybody now, especially when they, when they get into video and stuff like that, it's right. real easy to get caught up in what's the new camera, and then tell me does it shoot 4K? Does it do 60 frames a second? All that stuff. Yeah. It's like you're gonna find the longer you do this, it's lenses and lights more yes, than anything. Yes, man. It's, it can can you shape light? Not even a lens. I won't even consider being the lenses. I do consider some lighting. I consider sound and lighting before mm -hmm. lenses and on um, lights. But I honestly say you can do anything and everything. A a ninety nine dollar camera gets you everywhere if you have a good story. Yeah, now nah, good story, good location, bro. A good location. I tell people all the time, you take the iPhone to the Bahamas and you set that up against a red camera in a basement and then yeah. you're going to pick the iPhone to the Bahamas. 
You're going to say that's the better shot. Nobody cares. And the thing is, when we're making stuff for clients, because the way I see it is, in, in essence, what we're doing is marketing. That's that's really what we're doing. We're in the business of marketing. You know, yeah. um, most clients don't know whether they're looking at a red camera or they're looking at an iPhone. When it, when it comes to the finished product you give them, they're not going to be able to pick it out. And you know what's the bigger thing? They don't care. They care more about the, the service you give them, the, the the treatment, the experience they had, and did you meet the expectation they had? Did you exceed it? You know, yeah. it's I'm more I'm more along the lines these days of when I sit across from a person that's you know they they either called me up and said I want a video or maybe I reached out whatever it is. When wow. I sit across from them, I'm asking way more questions. I'm not going in there already giving them a canned response. When and we that's started, what you should do. That's what you, you know. Answer, answer those questions, man. F- figure out what is it you're trying to improve, what was working for you, what are you doing now? Because, bro, I don't know how many conversations you had with people in terms of trying to market yourself when, when you're selling stuff to clients, but the big mistake I made in the beginning was going up to people and telling them about the quality of the video. And I was stressing too much about the quality, the quality, the quality. Yeah. And it's more along the lines now of, because you know what happens if you stress the quality and you focus just on that? In a business mindset, people only want to understand if I spend three thousand dollars with you, how am I getting that money back? Right. That's all. That's all they care about, right. right? So if we focus on the quality, and then they turn around and say, "Yeah, but that video I just spent with you, what did it do for me? How many people did it get through the door?" So now my mindset is more: is marketing and communications work? Yeah, I do video, right? But mm-hmm. I want to come down and sit down with you and talk about strategy. I want to talk about what are you doing right now? Because the conversation I just had today with somebody, I told them I don't want my video to fail. So what are you doing? What are you going to do on your end to feed this content? You know, because if everything's going to be deployed on social media, are you active on social media? Or are you going to put this one video out and that's all you posted for the last three months? And then you're going to come back to me and say the video didn't work. Yeah. And that's the thing. Check this out. When you do have that good story, and I like how you coming across for dealing with the clients, um, giving asking the questions more so uh, on the lines of how they want to grow their business more so than you saying, I can give you what I, I can provide as a video. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So my my mindset on things, when I when I um, forward think with people, I build relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is like my angle, and it's never been defeated, meaning the fact of if I have a, not somewhat of a person, if I come with business, with a business mindset over to in a personal, with a personal aura, it always attracts me more business. And I've, I've, I've witnessed by just serving in my lane, not trying to catch up with anybody and not trying to look back and see if I'm on ahead of everybody. If I stay in my lane, I know that my my value is uh, it speaks for itself through action more so than I can sell it to them with words. So when I do ask them of things and whatnot, I try to be that solution more so <laughs> to their problem than so just trying to be the, the one digging in their pockets. If I can show them that I can, I can bring a solution to the table, to the forefront, again, I have plenty, like, you know, people that I have to set up lightings and stuff like that as a DP for some projects and stuff like that. They come to me on business, but they know they have the confidence from that personal aura. They got that confidence knowing, damn, it's, it's about a thunderstorm out there, Joe. But um, they got it from that personal aura, the fact of, I know he's going to get the job done because we, we click like that. You get what I'm saying? So that relationship is is really important. That relationship, important. that's what's gonna lead you to repeat business. It ain't how good Bingo. you did the video. It's not. Bingo. Um, I found that the larger the client, you start dealing with companies where they have a purchasing manager. You start dealing with there's levels 
of staff that are going to be involved in the decision to bring you on, right? right? So what that what ends up happening is a lot of times the solution you have to bring is just to be the easiest one to work with, and that and yeah. that's in terms of um you know how 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 easy it is to be set up as a customer, you know they, how easy it is to get you in here to do the video, um the way you talk to me, the way you treat me, the way you listen to what my needs are and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a we got to have a lot of thick skin and kind of control the body language and stuff like that a lot of times because creatives creatives get into a space where we really love what we're doing and sometimes we know exactly the way something should be done but the client is dead set on this is the way i want it and sometimes you got to kind of like fall back and be like you know what i'm gonna do it for this one and then you talk through it and make a suggestion but remembering that this is their video and what i tell my creative friends it's like bro don't alienate yourself from a client Get your passion stuff and the way you want to do it on your personal stuff. Get with your boys. Go shoot that music video for your guy or whatever. Go have the fun you want and do it the way you want for your stuff. But when it comes to the client, the last thing you want is to come across as arrogant and they don't they don't ever listen to my feedback. Yep. And that's the thing. Like, um, you got to understand the value. At the end of the day, even though you are working for yourself, you are working for someone when you getting paid for that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the fact of, and trust me, man, I've been through this. Sh- when it comes to editing, like there's nothing you can get to me. And I ain't trying to be cocky, but far as the, 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 the clients I've dealt with, I mean, down to the to the to the step on a video, got to be on a hi-hat. Right, I right. promise you, brother, I have the most scrutinary. Nobody can scrutinize, scrutinize a, a, a project that I won't have the heart to actually and the skin to actually get through. Um, I put that on everything, man. I Cause it's been played, it's been multiple times. I've dealt with like, a, let me say I've dealt with a client. We didn't get a video done. We did a music video. Normally it takes me, maybe if I have something on schedule, maybe two or three things in that month, it may take me a month to get it edited. But I stayed in the fight with this particular client for two months editing one video, actually three months. And it was like weekly Zooms because during the pandemic, we couldn't really like get together and I think I'd be over my shoulder doing what I do. So perfectly fine with what I've done. Dope video. I and I know where they was at. So what I did was with the music video, I gave them two types of videos with, with the footage. I gave them two type of videos with the footage. Same storyline, same same thing, but I gave them two different ones, and I let them pick which one and whatnot. And um, I, when they went, they, that's one thing. When you say that, and I gave it to them like in an expedite time. I think um, I gave them both of them in like in a week, and it was like um, not only that you can um, <laughs> you can edit your ass fast, you can edit fast enough, but um. You gave us two so we can choose. I'm like, yeah, it's on you. Like, which one you want to do? So we got to one, and then we just started, like, scrutinizing it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's been plenty of times I came across creators, and I'm like, yeah, I got to go back and go do it. They're like, damn, you still on that video? You still on that video? Some of my friends and one, I'm like, yeah. They're like, man, I would have been left that joint alone. But I I didn't, first of all, get your paperwork right. So creators out there that's listening right now, get your paperwork right. Make sure you're saying a, a number of edits. But I wanted to know, because this was a high-paid client, I wanted to know how far do I have to go for that amount of money that they had, um, they paid for it. You get what I'm saying? So I was perfectly fine for the summer, you know what I mean? But I want to make sure 
how I want to I want to scale this, see how long does it take and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, two, two, maybe three, three months and whatnot. Working on the third month, got it done, got it out there. They had a big hurrah about it, got some great views from it, got some good results from it. Um, get, got me more clients, clients, same price, less time. You get what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it built me. The, the, the moral of the story is that it built me mentally to actually deal with somebody that's going to be like pinstripe, you know, like pinstripe discipline on it. Like they really want to know all details and all that frame by frame. So that helped me to be become a better person. So when all these things come my way from doc, mini docs and um, commercials and all that, when they say, yo, I need this, that, and so forth, you know, I got my paperwork right. I'm still going to have the heart to be like, yo, let me let me put a little more razzle-dazzle on it. They gave me this, and I'm going to do a little bit of this. And it just up the value on things. And when people see me, they be like, yo, bro, you give me more than beyond. You know what I mean? Clients, you give me more and beyond. You know? Um, but early, early in the conversation that you were speaking on the fact of um, when you do have that boss man, per se, that client, um, the CEO that you may not see, but it feels good on a personal aura that you have and you're working comfortable with their um, with their employees and this, that, and so forth. It feels good to see the CEO come from out his, come up, come from behind his desk and want to see you face to face due to the fact of all the things they hear about. Hey, you, you, I heard you got a good spirit. I heard you, heard, heard you get along with everybody on set. Like, and right. everything this and it feels good to know that because that kind of like grandfather you in they company and whatnot when they're looking for that content, right? Yeah. And, and, so. and what it does is it creates a loyalty too, right? Because yeah. people people understand something, especially the larger clients when they start, like I said, when they have a staff and stuff, a lot of them have processes and all these procedures about signing on a new vendor and stuff like that, right? And that's already a headache to begin with. So right. if you already nailed it, you have a good relationship. When it's time for somebody to even, you know, let's say somebody suggests, you know, oh, let's put out a, a request for quote. Let's, you know, I- expand our vendor list or whatever. Some people are going to be like, no, nah, we already got somebody. I'm not going to go through the headache. I'm not going to interview other people. I got something that works already. And another reason that it's important to have a good relationship, too, is that throughout life, inevitably, you're going to make a mistake or somebody you're working with is going to make a mistake on a project. And if a creative wants to step into a situation where they want to be arrogant and you know what, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I know how it should be done and this is how your video is going to be. When you make that mistake, they're going to be looking to just pull that contract from you immediately. Yeah. If you got a good relationship, you make a mistake, that's my guy. I'm going I'm to show some grace. I'm going to yeah. be, you know, it, it's fine. You know what, come come fix this or whatever or go back, redo that audio, redo that edit. You know, you, you left something in the frame that you could have probably cropped out. Yeah. Take care of it. And it's always been, you know, the approach should always be, even if you catch yourself in a mistake, own up to it and say, you know what? I caught this. I'm going to fix it for you. It's not going to be an extra charge. I'm not going to play that game with you. It's, it's on me. And I'm going to make it right for the next time. And it's not going to happen. You know, right. it, it's, it's all about have grace with people so that they can have grace with you and keep that relationship open because yeah. we're not perfect, man. We're going to slip up in business. And I tell you, man, and I'm glad you got a platform like this, Ashley, touch grounds with other creators out there. Um Honestly, bro, like me, like I chase failure. I know it sounds crazy, but I chase failure. I get the fact of I don't have no limit. Somebody I'm going to I'm going to be in a room. I'm going to ask you if you're in need of help of anything creatively behind a video. You know, um, I, I 
I understand. If I get no, I can't. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather say this. My mama said a long time ago, hey, whatever hurts a no is a trap. Only thing that hurts a no is a trap. Not, not trying, you ain't going to never get what you want in life. So, yeah, like, if they say no, I'm good. I'm okay with it. I can go and ask that same question to the next person and to the next person until somebody give me that yes, and I'm fully, I'm fully like, engaged in doing what I got to do for them. You but know I, where that fear comes from, man? And, and I remember this from the – because I still do music, and yeah. it's funny that you came from that too. Yeah. Um, and I bring this up to the guys creative on the music side. When we're worried about the no, when we're worried about the failure, that comes from ego, bro. That that comes from the assumption. You know how many times in music I heard people. Here's the assumption you hear a lot of times in the hip hop world, right? There's this there's this fake mentality that I have a fan base, and yeah. I tell people all the time. Let's be real, especially now that we're adults, right? I'm 36 years old. We're we're much older. When you're 18, you could probably get away with the thinking, right? But right. now we're we're grown men, right? Nobody right. knows you. No right. one knows who the heck you are. Your fan base is made up in your head. No one is. You're gonna drop an album. You're gonna drop a project. Nobody but your immediate friends are going to listen to it. Jay-Z right. ain't going to hear it. It ain't going to come across the Rockefeller table and they're going to scrutinize it. Right. Make mistakes now. Make mistakes while nobody's looking. Have Make fun. all the mistakes. Yes. Go, go be crazy. Fun. Go break. In videography, when we got into this, I was real big on let's break every rule. I don't, right. I'm not going to get into every single. Yeah, there's some rules like in lighting. We try to shoot on the dark side, you know, on the, on the shadow side of the, uh, of the subject. There's, yeah, certain, yeah. there's certain rules we try to do, right? Right. But, I don't get too hung up on stuff to where it's like, no, nah, I'm not going to create because I don't have this particular light or I don't have this particular camera. I don't have this particular right. piece of equipment. Go right. break the rules, bro. Nobody's watching. And even if they were, let them watch you. Well, you know how many like um, inspirational videos I've been seeing lately where they talk about, you know, Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, all these athletes. And they say everybody remembers the championship belts. They're not talking about how many times they got punched in the face. How many times they took losses. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody cares. To, the, to this day, you got Floyd Mayweather, who was undefeated, who's my who's my favorite athlete. Right. Personality personality wise, I, I could argue that you know I ain't really rock on him, but athlete wise, he's my favorite. Okay. But here's the thing: here's the thing. Floyd Mayweather doesn't get the respect that Mike Tyson gets, and Mike Tyson took losses and losses, losses and losses. Yeah, and we're not and we're never talking about who would win in the ring. It might be Floyd. No, it, it, Mike Tyson is mopping the floor with Floyd Mayweather. Mike Tyson <laughs> is seen in a way higher regard, and this man yeah. took losses. Michael right. Jordan took losses. losses. We don't. We're not counting how many games he lost. We count how many rings he won. Yeah, that's it. You're right. You're right. And, and creatives got this built-up mindset of so many people are watching me, bro. That's your own ego. You want people to yeah, watch yeah. you, and you've already thought they are watching. No, they're not. It don't matter. That's the thing too. And when it comes to that too, when they got an ego plan, I just recently did that on my Instagram. I really spoke on, you know, leave your ego at the door, because once you start ego tripping on you know, um, what's going on in the room, you got a greater chance of coming out with nothing in your hand and pockets. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm a really, I'm a really firm believer in that. And I'm a firm believer that everybody is number one, like hands down. Like when people say, yo, I'm trying to reach number one in this, that, and so forth. You never ask the question, how big is the platform up there? You know what I'm saying? Nobody has an answer to that. Right. So if you want to be, the first thing you have to do is be confident in yourself being number one. You're number one. I'm number one. Everybody else I see in my own eyes number one to me. There's no ranking value in that. Only I'm, always, I'm, in always, with, I'm always competing with my last project. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm, that's that's what I'm competing. Thing. Like when people, that's what, they, that's what it gets you that. It gets you right there. That's where you need to be in. That's the sweet spot. 
when you start improving yourself, when you're saying, yo, I did it like this last time. Let me see if I can do it this way. Let's talk about the shot on the face. Hey, I, I shot the interview like this with the shot on the side of his face and one after the second cam. So let me go ahead and just try to put a cam, put it over his head and then just try to um, shoot him in a different angle. That's something that you improving. You improving yourself step by, I mean, um, project by project. Project, Absolutely. you are improving yourself. And that's what everybody need to do. They need to like, get out of that mindset. I, I got spread that vibe up there. My cry is I would love to hear people actually talk about and live, you know, um, look, look, be in the community and talk amongst each other about their flaws and their habits and their and their and their shortcomings and whatnot. Because if you get to actually express yourself, I see, I see my I'm I'm leading by example because I ain't perfect. So any topic that I do talk on and whatnot, I've I've experienced it. You know what I'm saying? So when I've sent when I've given people a sense of awareness by asking questions and stuff on that platform, I literally let them go home and you know do their homework on themselves if they're listening. Because I read, bro, like I read a lot, man. A lot of self-help books too as well. You know what I'm saying? Not saying I'm crazy, but I just love self-help. And I think it's drawing me to be actually on that side of the fence when it comes to creators. You get what I'm saying? I really feel like everybody got a fair shot out here. You ain't got to step over nobody's boundaries. You ain't got to step, you ain't got to pull nobody down. All you got to do is just actually pick up the phone call. I mean, phone, hit the text. Yo, I love that work. Dope work. That's all you got to do. That's all. You know, the thing That's too, man, is that um, I, was, I was talking to Terrence. You, you know Terrence. Yeah, 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 yeah. My man has six businesses. And we yeah, were talking. That's my we, home. Yeah, no, nah, he's dude is a he got an amazing soul. Dude, dude really got a heart for service. Mm-hmm. And uh with me, I, I haven't seen anything where it's not no selfishness. It's like we were talking about it. It's like, bro, there's more than enough for everybody to eat out here. There's yeah. so there's so much that yeah. no one person, no one company could do it all, even if they wanted to. Yep. You can't. So a lot of times I don't I don't really track with the with the jealousy sometimes that there might be from one group to another as far as business and stuff like that. Right. Cause it's like, yeah, it, in your arrogance, the general, you know, group and your arrogance, even if you had every single client, you're not doing them all. You're not, yeah. you're not going to do, you're not going to do every single one of those jobs. You're not, yeah. I don't, I don't care how big your team is. You can have 40 people on staff. You are not doing every job out here and you're and doing a disservice to clients too, pretending you can. When you don't serve and I, and I appreciate you calling, um, Terrence name out there, man. He's a really good brother of mine's man. And he, um, he helped me make my transition into getting my own business as well, you know, um, with the with the likes of just looking, you know, looking in on what they're doing and whatnot. Um, but he gave me he gave me a book that I read and whatnot called The Third Circle Theory. Um, that is a really strong, good narrative book, man. That I think every creator should read, due to the fact of having a heart, understanding your why, and having a heart to live in your purpose. Like me, when it comes to lighting. Don't hesitate to call. If a helping hand, if I got the time, don't hesitate to call. I'm I'm available. You get what I'm saying. And when I'm available, it's think I over deliver to all the clients out there. They be like, or just people, just creators in general. Like I don't do too much due to the circumstances of that that mindset of everybody got to have their own in a sense. You know, mm-hmm. um, everybody don't have that. Everybody has their own, but 
again, you can't do all of it at one time, whether of how many people you have under your under your belt. You got to know the fact of are you in your purpose? What is why why are you doing this? Is this something that you can teach to the next person with no regret? Can you give all your tips and tricks and trades to the next person to make them a better person and create? Don't never be afraid of what they can do. Take your advice and try to, you know, make it their own finagle and make it something better and bigger and stuff like that. You can always know that they'll come back if they shot off to the rockets and, 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 and doing what they're doing. They can always know when they come in the room, it humbles them when they see you in your presence. Because I've, I've, I know some people that comes across me like that. I've I know people that I go I come across like that. Like I want them to know that how much it helped me. That's why I say I always salute my big brother on TL. He always look at me, you the goat, you the goat. I'm like, but he is too as well because of the things he's doing and his wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um. All actuality, man. Like that is the thing. That is the that's the level that you have to be if. You feel like that spirit, it, it draws you to it. It's a certain reason why it draws you because they in their purpose and they serve it. And that's the two things that helps everybody make more out of life. Not in their pockets, but more out of life. All that stuff that's in your pocket gonna come with your life. Right. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in that. So just like serve, like, I, and I tell people, man, I'm like, yo, call me when you every time I hang up the phone, every time I get off anything with anybody, I always let them know if you need anything, you know what to do. I'm not a person that like to, I, I'm, I'm not. A, I, I fought myself to a time sometimes, too, as well, more because I don't really go out there and jump on the phone besides last minutes. I'm a last minute guy. If, mm-hmm. I, happen, if I happen to be doing something like, oh, shit, I need some help. Let me go call such and such, such and such. When I don't need to be that way, I need to actually like build a team or actually could join with a team and whatnot. And I know that when I do have these projects, hey, come through. Let's make something happen. You know what I'm saying? And they day on the dial. But I got some I got some trustworthy creators that come across at times that help me with the um, with the projects I got in hand. But they know it's like green light all the time when it comes to me because I'm just a person that loves doing what I do. You know what right. I mean? Right. Right. And it shows, you know, what's funny. Um, so we met in passing. I want to say it was like two years ago now when Moses David was doing a, a music video shoot. Yeah, we did. And we did his music video. And then I followed you on Instagram. And the reason I wanted to talk to you today was because. When was it? I want to say it was it was a more it was a month or more ago. You put a video out. Uh huh. And I was like, I got to talk to this guy more. I got I got to connect because we didn't get a chance to really sit down and talk. And even outside of this, I really want to sit down and talk with you. No doubt. Because no doubt. You, you did something that really caught my eye. And I was like, this is the type of person I want around me. Because you did, a, uh, you did the class. You launched a class with Terrence. You had advertised it. Yes, I did. Didn't work out for XYZ, right? Right. And then you put the video and you said, this didn't work out for XYZ. I'm taking ownership of XYZ. Yeah. And I'm going to get right for the next time. And I saw that and I was like, this is this is the kind of people that we need. Because then, here's the thing. I tell people all the time. I tell people all the time. This camera stuff is teachable. You can teach this to almost everyone. Now, there's a, there's a high level of God-given talent that you need to have to have the eye and do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. But to make it a little more simple, there's a lot of things I could show most people on the camera and tell you about exposure, tell you about how to frame shots and stuff like that. That's teachable to, to a certain extent. 
What's not teachable is humility. I can't tell somebody how to be humble. I can have people around me and, and you know, things are contagious, right? Like when you're around a certain amount of people, your, your personality can shift a little bit, you know, birds of a feather and all that. Yeah. Um, but humility, self-awareness, these are things that are kind of in your heart already. And that to me is way more important because especially when we're talking about the relationship with customers. Yeah. I want to, I want to work with people when we go to a client that I know that these people around me know how to act, that they yeah. know how to treat other customers. They know how to be professional to an extent, but they know how to be themselves at the same time. I got in the I got into business. One of my main things that excites me about business mm-hmm. is being able to walk into a room and be who I am. I'm not turn, I'm not changing my voice. I'm not trying to hide accents. I'm not. But when you hear me speak, though, you're gonna know I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm I'm being respectful. I got a plan. I have a service to offer you that can help you grow. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going in there changing who I am. So I don't want people changing who they are around me. But they also got to understand that there's a balance in life. Right. And, and, and when I saw that, I was like, I had to talk to you. And I, I grew a huge amount of respect for you for that. And I was like, I, I got to have this guy around me. No doubt, man. I really appreciate that, man. Because that's the thing, man. Like, that, that gives you your, your true gift, man. Living in humility, man. Like, everybody feel like, you know, if you say something, like I said earlier in the conversation, chasing failure. People that are looking at the glass halfway empty. They looking at like, oh, that's crazy. Why this man going to run and chase failure? Like, why nobody think it's success? But if those are thinking it halfway full and whatnot, they understand it. Just like how you spoke on it. You got to have an understanding, in fact, of turning everything into good. You know, everything has a good side. Everything has a bad side. But you don't entertain the bad side. It's all your, it, you were born that way. Like, why Why now, like, you, as a baby, childlike kids, they don't know much nothing. So they having a ball. Every kid that you see running around, know you got to... I know you got some kids, and I, I got. I had a well. He a grown man now, but <laughs> when he was a kid, he was having a ball. The world accustomed to getting him into like into this box, and he got to walk this particular lane and this that. And so he never got that from me because I always make sure that I want him to spread his wings. You gonna say you gonna be there? You gonna be in the NBA? Get in there, do some layups, get that jump shot right. I'm the one that person. I'm the one that's gonna push you in your back and put that wind behind you and make it happen. You know what I'm saying? And um, but yeah, kids have just like that childlike mind. Like, so when they do something goofy or they did something clumsy that we'll say, Oh, that was too dumb to be doing, we laugh at it because when they get up, they brush off and they start laughing because they get a kick out of it. So that's the thing that you gotta have like childlike like mindset, like childlike livings not mindset but livings like that's that's biblical just you have to have the heart and the mind of a child yes man because it, it comes from love you come everything comes from love you know what i mean so i'm just saying man I, I just feel like you know i always tell people man like i'm a fan of yours just hands down there's nothing nothing behind it it's nothing behind it i'm convinced because you picked up the camera and said i'm gonna shoot this way you took a picture, you post it, and I hear the I get a thumbs up. I like that post for a reason. I believe in you. You know what I mean? So and a lot of times that's all we need too. Like a, a like and a, and a reshare is free, right? Yeah, free. What's the problem? What's the a what's the issue? Like said, oh, <laughs> a phone call or a text to him. Yo, I like what you're doing. Keep it going. I come from the. I don't know what it is. It's not for everybody, right? But I in the hip hop scene. 
I have friends that rapped better than me, and I would tell them to their face, yo, you yeah. killed that verse. Yeah. You killed it. For some reason, some people got a hard time with that. They got a real hard time with that in the creative world, in the videography world. I never seen, like, in the hip-hop world, we had competition amongst each other, and it was fun. In the creative field, for some reason, when it comes to videography, photography, it's like that competition is more negative. It's like, it, 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 it's like, nah, you're gonna take my clients. You're gonna, you're gonna, because maybe because in the hip hop world, it wasn't so much money involved. That's it. That's it. That's now it's like, nah, if he's better than me, he's gonna take my clients. It's like, bro, that's that. Y'all think y'all winning clients based on the resolution of your video? That's what you think? No, it's, <laughs> it's the also, treatment. It gets, the treatment. it gets that way because your personality, your personality can attract people naturally. You know what I'm saying? And if it attracts your client, then it's like, mm, I don't really want him around like Tom about because he's, <laughs> he's a little too. I don't even do this stuff. But why don't you stop looking at it that way and look at it in the transition of, oh, that's how you get clients. Being more open. I should ask them more questions. I should, you know, be more catered to what they're asking of, other than just coming in, do the job. Let me throw my camera on the tripod, stand right there, say your name, what you name, what's your name, and what you do. It's more to that. You know what I'm saying? It's more to that yep. character. So enjoy yourself doing what you're doing. You got somebody that does, I, I'm, I'm not a person that's like, I'm not that type of person. I'm not a person that's trying to like be quiet and be like this <laughs> everywhere. I'm not wild either, but. I'm not going to be this all the time. I got to speak up. I got to talk. I got to understand my surroundings. I was raised that way. That's what's important for me to, I I learned part part of the growth in business and not being selfish and that self-awareness is understanding, like we said, you can't do everything yourself. So so part of that has been, it's it's time to build teams. It's time to have people, you know, even if it ain't staff, because we all live like a gig life, right? Right. But in my mindset, it's like, why not have your go-to guys where it's like, yo, I got a project that's going to need three people. Who's ready? Who's available? We ain't, we're, we're, we're all bosses of our own for this particular gig. We're going to work together. There might be somebody that's maybe lead on this because they found the client. But it's like, this is a gig lifestyle I see. And I see it like that even as, as my business has grown. It's mm-hmm. still kind of been gig style. It's like, I'm not telling nobody you're my employee. You better be here at this hour. I've always been like, hey. A gig came across, you know, the, my email that, you know, it could, there's a budget that I could take two guys out there. Y'all want to go? You can't? Cool. It's, it's, it's great. It's, it's, there's an opportunity. Right, I got opportunity. And, yeah, no. And it and it's, I don't know, that, that to me is exciting. It excites me. I always bring up like the movie Deadpool. In Deadpool, they had a bar and they had a list of people to go kill these guys. Who wants to yeah. come? Go, <laughs> go, go kill whoever you want. If you don't want to kill nobody, that's fine. But those are the guys that you can go kill. Yeah. It's like you got business. a job and you got a job on the board. Just do whatever. Yeah, you do. It's like if you want it, whoever wants to yeah. get it, then go get it. If you're available, cool. If you're not, you're not. Yeah. And it in, in in the video production that we do, I straight up tell people, yo, here's the project. Do you even want to do it? Does it excite you? You can straight up tell me, yo, that's whack. I'm not trying to go do a shoot about that. I want to do a music video. I'm I'm hundred percent right. cool with that. Right. And it's it's always opportunities for people to have fun because that's my biggest thing. Like I got in the business first of all. It's funny. I got in the business to get rid of one boss to go have six million bosses because now every client is my boss. <laughs> but that's, I, I, that's the mindset you got to have. When people feel like they restricted to one boss, they want to be like, yo, this nine to five. I hate this cubicle life and I just can't stand this. I don't want to do I want to live out. But when you realize that you look at it, that, I look at it that way, too. Is it is it just one boss I'm catering to or should I go out and just 
get get six million bosses doing something I actually love to do. Let me go. Let me scale up to do this. You get what I'm saying? And yes. like I say, well, you were saying something about the connection. This phone right here. If this thing ring, I'm the left leg. Like I'm the I'm that black tiger on the left leg, like Voltron, bro. <laughs> Hands down. Yo, how old are you? How old are you? You said you got a grown kid and you took a Voltron. I'm 43, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate mm. it. I do. Hold on. You don't I look it. No, no, no. You don't look it. Look like it. Don't. <laughs> nah, you, you said forty. You said forty-three. Yeah, forty-three, bro. Nah, I wouldn't give you forty-three at yeah, all. Yeah, man, for real, I'm forty-three. Serious, serious. Hey, Mick, man. Yeah, mm. but I love what I do, and I and I let you know it's two things I did to break down some of these grades that everybody be saying I don't have. <laughs> it's two things. When it comes to arguments, I walk away, or I go to sleep on them right then and there. Oh here shit. I gotta I gotta get to that point. I gotta get to that point. When it comes to an argument, I want to make sure that you know I was right. That <laughs> hey bro, read power versus force. Read that book, power versus force. I promise you, if you don't force the narrative, you're gonna have enough power in that argument. You know what was big for me is I, I'm a big movie guy, especially you know, um, I like a lot of mafia movies and stuff like that. Likewise, and one thing occurred to me. Not that mafia and God have anything <laughs> in, in common, but there was one point that I brought up to myself thinking about it. Like when I would get upset at home because I'm married and, you know, married people, they're going to be fighting with their wife. Yeah. And some more than others. And we're Hispanic. So we fight a little more often. Oh, <laughs> uh, but one thing occurred to me. I, yeah. one, one time I was thinking, I was like, neither God nor in mafia movies, when people get upset, you don't see them raising their voice. You don't see them lose control. Godfather. Godfather will whisper you and tell you, go take care of that. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I feel like you know, and and I'm a believer, and I feel like God would be the same way. It's like, right? Oh, I don't gotta raise my voice now. When you have authority, when you have power, mm -hmm. you don't need to raise your voice. And a good friend of mine, Jerome, that I grew up with, he caught me one time arguing with him. And you know, when you're close to people, some of the times the arguments get wild, right? Yeah. He told me he was like, "Don't don't raise your voice, make a better point." And I was like, mm -hmm. "Okay." Understood. And that's real. It. Again, don't 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 raise your voice. Improve your argument. Yep. You show no force. You wish it would definitely show you how much power you have in that conversation. Yeah, no. Nah, it, it's to be calm and just go into a room and be like, "Nah, this this is not okay. gonna happen." I got you. you. Yeah, yeah. You speak that way. I got you. Exactly. <laughs> nah, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of power and be like, okay, you got it. You got what Denzel Washington said, my man. My man, yeah. And when, he's, and when he said that, it won't. It wasn't good. It wasn't yeah. good. He just hit you with. You disrespected to his face. He's like, my man. My man. Yeah. You got yours coming. Then he took Idris Elba out in front of everybody and let him know. Yep. <laughs> Broad day. Well, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's that. That is the narrative, though, man. You, people do have to work together. I'm like. I'm like a, a, a person that's open to actually, if this time is available, I'm open to actually help out. Um, hell, to get gigs, I ain't never going to block a blessing. Um, but yeah, man, I, I honestly feel like working together is the key. Um, I found myself, if it gets to the point of, you know, you can't really get, you know, a, a, a conglomerate of people to work with each other and whatnot, another solution to those that find themselves stuck on their own and on their own because majority of the creators they are find a niche 
I found a niche. I did product photography and I ended up doing product video and everything and um became a fan of that. That's therapy for home. You know what I'm saying? Um, that keeps my skills sharp and everything, dealing with lighting and also camera work and all that. Um, if you get into that, I'm I'm speaking to the creators out there that don't have no team and this, that, and so forth. Find something to do with teams. Stay available. Don't act like you're too busy. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have all that coming to you every day, if you're there, open up. You know what I mean? You never know what's on that opportunity. Uh, on that opportunity. I'm, I'm talking like I got tuna fish in my mouth, but I'm uh, I'm beat. Nah, nah. I'm nah, that, but but, that, um, was, that was something else I saw in your Instagram feed recently that kind of, it, it gave me a big smile because it reminded me something I need to get back to doing because I could tell based on the things you're posting, like the spec ad you did for the, uh, you did like a whiskey ad recently. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did. And um, that's, and that's, Tequila, but no, that's yeah, was, yeah, yeah. There was a drink, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was tequila, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was important though, in terms of um, it reminds me that it, it was evidence that you're not stagnant, that you're not conforming to anything, that you're not satisfied, and that's something big with me. Like, I had a conversation with somebody recently that was like, When is when is it gonna be enough for you? They were like, Tony, you, you got this, you got that. Like, they were giving me the inventory of my life and pretty much expecting me to be satisfied with XYZ. Wow, and I'm like. Nah, it reminded me of Scarface. Where it's like, what do you want, Tony? The whole world, like it, it ain't enough. Like, yeah. so what happens? What happens when you buy a building? Then I'm gonna buy another building. What happens when you do that? What happens when you become president? Then I'm gonna look at colonizing Mars. Like, it's not, it's yeah. gonna be the next best thing. Like, you can't, you're not gonna put a ceiling on my ambition and my growth and 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 my dreams. Like, you're not gonna yeah. do it. And it's yeah. not even. I'm not genuinely like it's, it's funny. The humble person wouldn't say they're humble, but in this case, I'm gonna tell you, I'm not arrogant. Like I'm not. I, I joke around with my guys. There's a certain way I joke. Like you, like the competitive spirit in hip hop. We joke around like, yo, he killed it. I, I did that version. In real life, in real life practice, the people I love. I'm I'm not ever trying to talk down to somebody. I'm never trying to act like I'm better than. Right. But it's like, bro, don't put a ceiling on me. I don't know how far I could go with something. I don't know. I know that I'm not stopping. I, yeah. I know that I'm not putting a ceiling in terms of like, well, you know, one day I'm gonna hit a hundred thousand, one day I'm gonna hit three hundred thousand. I don't know. If it becomes a multi-million dollar business, it becomes what it becomes. I don't have a time limit, I don't have a ceiling, I don't say it gotta be what it is by 50 or else I'm quitting. That right. ain't the way I see things. I've got I got a picture behind me of when I had a computer we got at a pawn shop and a Casio keyboard. That's how we started. Gosh, and, don't matter. And if I and if I show you today, yeah. I'm, I'm you're gonna have to come over to the studio and see. If you, saw the, if you saw the gear we rocking with today, and I see that stuff, bro, and I get real sentimental. I walk around. We got an office yeah. now. I walk around the office by myself looking at this, and I'm like, I don't I, I don't feel like I was ever supposed to be here. Yeah. Now, yeah, I believe home. everything that's works home. in God's plan, but I sit around, and I'm like, this is wild that I'm sitting behind the things I'm sitting behind. Yeah, It's man. nuts. It's crazy, and, and I don't take any of it for granted, and I'm like... If it got this far with just ambition and drive, then who am I to try to stop it now? Bingo. That's the key. Like that, that keeps you high, man. If you say, if you stay improving yourself, why not? That's gonna keep you high. You feel like there's not enough, there's not enough in the world in lighting. There's not enough world in what you do with the camera. To me, that's my that's my theory on it. I'm playing, I can act like I'm fooling myself every time I pick up a camera or put put lighting up in corners and whatnot, but I get a kick out of that shit. I'm really passionate about doing that. You get what I'm saying? That's all where my love is at. I mean, I look up to Roger Deakins. Like, 
my favorite director is Spike Lee. Like I love, I love film too as well, but I get a kick out of just actually getting in it and trying to do it. Like I want to mimic some of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, man, I'm with you all the way with that. You can't never have enough, especially when it comes to learning something. You can't never have enough. You can't just stop the day and say, you know what, I got it all under control and whatnot. And you know what's gonna happen next week? The game might change and you're gonna be trying to catch up. You and get then, what I'm saying? Exactly. I was gonna say this generation of creatives is getting their lunch eight right now by guys that just got more drive than them. Mm. You know, you know how many times I come across people that had contracts and they didn't have them anymore. We stepped in their spot because I kept hearing wow. about now nah, they were doing it forever this way because they worked for the news back then. They were doing it this way, that way, whatever. Yeah. Bro, grow, man. And the information is so accessible now. We're the YouTube generation. Everybody was watching uh, uh, Parker Wahlbeck, Peter McKinnon, all these guys. Everybody right. was watching these people and got tips and tricks. And they kept improving and improving. Yeah. But a lot of people want to rest on their resume of I did X, Y, Z. 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, man, that's crazy. What that they ain't work. Bro, because you know what's happening right now? We're, we're in a position right now where that generation is retiring. And that generation that they were appealing to, those purchasing managers, those vice presidents, those presidents, those guys are retiring too. And who's right. taking their place is a younger generation that grew up with social media, that they're becoming the bosses right now. And they with don't the want it. Of, I already saw that. Do something else. They, yeah, they, they don't care. They, they're not interested in what you were doing 30 years ago when social media yeah. didn't exist. They don't care. And the, and the modern consumer is a lot more educated, too. They know what they want. Ask right. them because they know exactly what they want. They're not in there to be told this is the video you're going to get. Right. It, it, don't, it don't work that way. And you got to reverse engineer their customer, too. Right. So it's just I, I, I sat across from a group uh, today. They do realty and okay. they were talking about ads. Told them straight up, I don't know anything about realty. I don't. I can't tell you the way a client that needs a house operates. I bought a house, yeah, but that's just me. That's my own experience. I'm not versed in the world of realty. I got to rely on your information and you tell me. What do your clients want? What is important to them? That's going to help inform the video. Yeah. But we can't go that's in there with canned solutions. Like, right? ask, ask questions with them clients. Like Some of them may make you feel like you, know, um, you got this all under control once they gave you the job. No, I'm asking all the questions in hand. Again, I'm not no realtor. But if you mm -hmm. give me something like, okay, you give me a house to go ahead and shoot up, I'm going to shoot it up. But you need something to give me some fill-ins on what they need to be talking about, about this house and is that and so forth. So we can have more than one video on there to actually captivate that one main house that you're trying to sell. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to tell you my experience. I don't, I don't know um, how you particularly sit across someone and market, you know, the way you do your thing. But one, one thing I'm going to give to everybody as far as videography and, and stuff like this, what I've learned. Shoot. What I find is, and this is everybody's gonna find their own way to do it, but this is me. Do not go in there and sell your video. Don't go in there and sell oh. your video. Don't. Well, the, 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 the very little, the, the least you should be talking about is your video. The video is is a byproduct of what you're trying to get to. You need to be what talking can I do you for need, your company, bro. It's yes, it's your company, it's your marketing. Because I tell people all the time, you are going in there to talk about their marketing. Forget the video. Of course, you are going to tell them, I'm going to give you the best looking video with the best audio. Everybody is going to say that. Everyone. It doesn't matter. Go in there and address their actual needs and talk about the marketing. That's what you need to do. And, and here's what I would recommend to people as far as videographers out there, cinematographers, whatever everybody wants to call themselves. You built your business on video, right? Be careful with saying I am a videographer. I say that. Why? 
because I have found more oftentimes than not is that you're going to lose a whole lot of money that you could have been taking yourself. Here's an example. You're going to go in there and tell somebody, I shoot incredible video. Here's my portfolio of all these incredible videos. You know what's going to happen? They're going to contact you for that video. Then they're going to go to somebody else to say, when do I post it? How should I post it? All of these things that you have the information for right now. You know when they should post it. Yeah. You made the video. You know where they supposed it. You built the video. When when you sat down and identified, I'm gonna shoot this video this way because it's going on Instagram. I know that this video should be less than a minute. It actually should be about 30 seconds because I'm trying to hit Instagram audiences. They're gonna boost it. You right. already had that information. But you know what happens? Because you, not you, Nate, but other people in general, because you marketed yourself as the guy with a camera. So what's right. the customer thing? What's the client thing? That's the guy with a camera. And unfortunately, the guy with a camera is often seen as for lack of a better way to put it, kind of ignorant, kind of like that's a job anyone can do. Right. You, you know how many times I've heard that, ex, that I've heard from several companies, they pay consultants this much money. For example, to throw a random number out, they pay a consultant 200 an hour and they'll tell you straight up, I pay videographers 100 an hour. Why is that? Videographer or cinematographer is way more important than a person that's trying to tell you where did she go? <laughs> but you but you know what? But you know why it's not, though? Because the videographers are marketing themselves as the guy with the camera. I'm not the That's solution. I'm, I'm not, I, 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 don't, I don't bring the solution. Historically, people are very comfortable saying, I could hire any videographer. Right. What I need is knowledge. What they want is strategy. Right. And that's why I tell people that if you're getting the video, that's great. Call yourself a videographer. When you're going out there to sit across from a customer, you need to tell them, I'm marketing. I'm a consultant firm. That's what right. you tell. Even though what you do is videography, even though that's your passion. Tell them I'm marketing and consulting. That's what I am. At, at, at Tsunami Digital Media, I stopped saying that we're videographers. We do marketing and communications. That's what we do. And by the way, we already offer the videography product and we're great at it. We, by the way, we already offer audio. If you want to get on the radio, we can come do your audio. We can do all right. those things. That's my passion. My passion is video. Right. But I'm, I'm pitching it to you from the lens of marketing and communication. Why? Because I want you to know I'm the guy with the answers. I'm not, I'm not just anybody with a camera because that's the way they see it. Right. And so I, I tell all creatives. That's that's the like the um I'm glad you say that because that's like the um I don't consider going in being a videographer to folks and whatnot. I know I, I consider being a cinematographer or DP and stuff like that towards you know the projects that I do come up with because I work with like the marketing side of things and I do the video for this particular client. Um I work with a marketing team. So when I'm doing a video, I'm just that you know, that film guy. You get what I'm saying? Um, I do a, a fair share of marketing too, and whatnot. And also, I soak up game. I'm around a lot. Of, I'm around a lot of young generation. A lot of young generations that actually good at marketing, great at what they do, and and I'm there just soaking up game to benefit myself and actually benefit where I want to do. And and you reiterating things that they already talked about. You know, um, don't go in saying that you got the quality. Go in and just know that you're asking for the solution. You know what I'm saying? You're the solution to their problem. You're going in and asking for their problem. And then see if you can finagle your um your funds on getting, you know, basically get a budget off getting that done. You know what I'm saying? And I've been doing that. And it's been, like, working hella good for me, man. And I think, like, for people that is chiming in on this um podcast, they need to know that. Because um that's some very valid information. For all your guests, as well as the ones out there listening in on this, it's very valid. Because as know? a creative, what you're gonna find, you're gonna paint yourself into a very frustrating corner. Oh, because, big time. because as a creative, 
I, I know that a lot of people, if you've ever experienced this, this is incredibly frustrating. To get a third party to give an input on your video, right? You sat down and let's say you did the sweat equity. You went out there, you did all the meetings, you did the Zoom presentations, you sold your portfolio, and you finally landed a client that wants your video. Right. But then since you're homie with the camera, that client's going to take homie with the camera's video that they like. They're going to give it to a marketing firm and they're going to say, hey, what do you think of this video? Any feedback? We should tell my videographers any edits we need. And then now to play the game of I want the marketing firm to tell my client to tell me what to do. Mm. Bro, that's for, that's no, no. Nah, yeah, nah, man. <laughs> you, you, you could avoid you can avoid that particular headache and that friction point by being the person with the solution and being the person with the solution is going to give you the repeat business. You don't want right. to be the replaceable one in the room. You don't. I'd rather sit down with the client, especially when it comes to music videos. I'm gonna have a meet with somebody soon, but um, I, I'm, I'm definitely gonna go at an angle of like, where, where is your demographic and what, what you're trying to do to attract them? You know what I'm saying? And in order to attract them and whatnot, it's gonna take more than me just actually, you know, just doing one job for you. So and what? Yeah, and what do you expect I, this video to do? What do you expect it to do? I, I know a lot of people get and they they get caught up in the fact of knowing they got a good looking production they got the, the the stuff that's making it work and this that and so forth come out with a video immaculate and they feel like yo this is gonna take us to the top when it's like it's a stepping stone right you know what i'm saying you got to step that that's one step now the second step is how are we gonna keep it in front of people you get what i'm saying right like now knowing we got all this social world and whatnot from ig twitter and this that and so forth now you need that type of content to keep reminding people to keep going and clicking on that link, you know, and you can't you can't chop it up as much as you can. You can chop it up, but you want to do more things. You want to interview the artists, where their mindset was at when they made the record. Um, you want to talk about you know um the studio behind the scenes with the studio, talk with the producer. All these things is available for you to keep that that song or that video up to par, like. That's marketing. You get right. what I'm saying? Get the origins of your you got you got enough room, you got enough equipment out here to actually get the origins of the story. Like get the meat and potatoes. You got I know when people did like back in the day for us, we had to count on one of our homeboys to come in there and you know with a little little camcorder that the record us and whatnot. But you got everybody in there rolling up and drinking and this, that, and so forth with a cell phone looking at their Instagram. No, tell them to capture that footage when you're in the studio. Right. So when right. you give us that content, I can put spice on that. And you telling your story tied all together. Now you got a mini doc on you creating that one particular video. And I've been encouraging that solution mindset now thinking with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'd I be encouraging people, too, because the clients, a lot of times, nine times out of 10 for us, they're business owners. They, it's a marketing piece. Right. Right. And I've been educating people, too, a lot on in terms of just the ego on the client side, because right. here's the reality. And it happens a lot with music videos, unfortunately. I say unfortunately because music videos are fun when they're done right, and I love music. Um, but what happens a lot of times is you start hearing people with smaller budgets. So you turn into this situation where they want to, they might want to guilt you into a project to say, I got 300 bucks, but I want the Hype Williams treatment, right? Now, I tell clients one thing. I tell clients this, music videos and any business, you have this in your hand right now. The problem is you're too cool to use it. That's the biggest problem. You right now need to have a self-awareness moment and understand that you have a $300 budget. That's dope. I'm not, I'm not going to fault you for it. We all got to start somewhere. Uh -huh. That means that your budget is this. 
but you are way too cool. You're too prideful to get on this. And you have to start here to get to the Ari Alexas. And you have to start here to get to that point. Everybody's first project is supposed to look trash. Everybody's first song is supposed to sound trash. Of course. We you don't want it. As artists, we know that. You, you know don't want to work through it. That rule will never change. It won't change for nobody. That rule respects no one at all. And now, now we could talk for real. You can have a $5 million budget. Your first project is going to be whack. It has to be. Let's stop pretending that everything, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Let's stop pretending that this demo now is going to go across Jay-Z's desk and this is what's going to make it for you. Right, right, right. Let, let's, let's stop that. And what I tell people too, I end up talking myself out of work and I don't mind it because what I want to be is a solution person. And when you're ready for it and when you have a budget, then come talk to me. And I want to be humble and give information because when you're ready for it, you're going to go to the person that was giving you the game for free anyway, right? Bingo. I tell people all the time, even if you had the budget, it's very, very uh, uh, unlikely that you're going to have the budget to bring out a production crew for the amount of content you truly need. If you want to really grow a business, you need to be posting almost on a daily basis. You really mm -hmm. do. You are not going to have a budget. Almost no one does. I haven't come across anybody. You know what happens? If you have the budget for the daily content, what you do is you end up hiring a staff of people to do it for you then. You have a marketing staff and you buy the equipment and you have people to do it. Then what's That's the use of this? Exactly. So if you don't have the budget to bring on Nate to come to your video and you don't have the budget to hire a staff to go do it, you better use what's this right here or else your business ain't going to grow. It's not. Let me let me get this. Let me ask you this question while we got this on this budget thing on mind. You know what really like really like let me know how people really are and how serious they are about their crap is when you go to ask for their budget. They ask for your services. I love your work. Yo, bro, I'd love to do some work with you, man. This, that, and so forth. I got in mind, I got this hell raising thing I got in mind and give you detail from A to Z about that that detailed video. And then you ask them that three letter, I mean that three. Word question. What's your budget? Yeah. And they have an IDK stamped on their forehead. Well, and I get it to an extent, right? Because as consumers, we know like when you go buy a car, the last thing you want to do is tell them, I got a pre-approved check in my pocket for 20 grand. They're gonna go, they're gonna go tell you, I got a 20 grand car for you right here. Right. They ain't gonna go show you the 15 grand one. So I get it to an extent. I get that it's important to, to ask for budgets. It depends, it's client to client, right? Because yeah. sometimes it makes perfect sense to ask this client, what's your budget? Sometimes it does. Sometimes, too, it makes sense to tell them, I'm going to send you a quick estimate real quick based on how long I think it's going to take. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what it's going to cost. And let me know what you think real quick. That's my because second option. That's what I go to do from the gate. Like mo Most times, you know what I've been doing lately? Lately, I tell people, all right, so here's, you know, if because a lot of times you got to rip the Band-Aid off and know so we can all respect each other's time. And what right. I start telling people is, on average, this is what people spend around from this range. That way, you know, I'm not making a commitment. I'm not telling you your video is going to be a thousand dollars. I'm just telling you that this is around the range for this particular project you might be sitting at your right. project specifically. I want to give you an estimate specifically for your project. But as soon as you throw a, a, a number around the range, you see people's eyes shift around and I don't know. I ain't ready for none of that. I'm not. And I'm very careful to tell them you got to give them kind of a range and let them know this is an estimate because right. people will remember that you told me it was two thousand. Like, eh, no. Because that project was, and one thing I learned, bro, is that you you cannot tell somebody a 30-second video is going to be 300 bucks. You can't. Because the more and more you do this, you realize one 30-second video for you might take me an hour to shoot and four hours to edit. A 30-second video for somebody else, that might have took me three days to go to different locations. It might have took me this, month, this amount right, of time to right, like that or whatever. Right, right. 
So not every 30 second video is built the same. Not every one minute video is built the same. And I get it from a consumer side. It's real appealing and it makes the purchasing uh, decision easy to know, okay, a 30 second video costs me 500 bucks. I get that it's easy, but there's an education that we have to do as well to tell people not every 30 second video is built the same. It's just not. So I like, I like kind of like what you were going to was it's better to deal with people's limitations first, whether it's locations, budgets, uh, um, people on camera, because a lot of hip hop guys, yeah, I want this particular video. And they'll show you an example of a 50 cent video. And it's like, yeah, what you liked about that video was that there were 30 people in the background. They went downtown New York. They had all this lighting and stuff like that. That's what you liked. Let's get real here. You got you and your homies. Out of 10 of them, five of them are going to tell you that morning that they ain't going to make it. The other three, <laughs> the other, other three of the five that's left over, they're going to show up half an hour late. The two there, they're going to the be two. with you through the ride out. But <laughs> and, 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 they, and they might be terrible actors. They might be terrible. It's like, let's, yeah. let's, I, I'm a real fan of like the first thing we have to establish at it before any project is what is our limitations? What boundaries are we working within? Then right. let's get creative within those boundaries. But let's right, not right, get real right. romantic. And uh, the new ASAP Rocky video had all, bro, you know how many times I heard about green screen? You know what I tell people joking around? Yes, we could do green screen. But if George Lucas can't make that look real, what makes you think I'm going to make it look real? Like you want to, oh, with the green screen, you're going to make me look like I'm in Paris, right? It's going to look like you're in front of a green screen. That's what it's going to look like. Like <laughs> I could key it and, 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 you know, I can make it look very, very clean. But let's be real here. Like when you're, real about this, man. When, when you're seeing the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, you are, this is an enormous soundstage studio with lighting everywhere with an entire team of 20, 30 people in there to make this look the way it looks. You are talking to small businesses here. You're talking about teams. It's going to very likely be one or two guys right, that are doing this and it's going to look great. So I'm a fan of like when it comes to videos and stuff like that, know your limitations. Let's shoot it really where we're at. You want a downtown scene? Let's go to Norfolk. Let's do what we can. But let's also be realistic too. I had somebody that want to do donuts in town center. Over in Virginia Beach, they want to do donuts in town center. I'm like, it ain't happening. They got really upset and was like, then we're not doing the video. I guess we're not then, bro. Because you know what I could do? I could I could say, all right, give me $1,000 for the shoot. And if it gets shut down by the cops or whatever, I'm keeping your money. You want to do that? You want to gamble? We could play that game. People nah, don't want to do that. Let's, get, let's just do what you said we was going to do, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's better to be realistic. And I get it. Pride. That's why I say the pride on the client side sometimes. That's a delicate balance where customer service is important. And we talk to them delicately and there's tact there and some understanding. You don't want to insult people, but you do want to put a mirror in front of them and explain to them. That's a great idea. That's awesome. I'd love to do that. Do you have access to XYZ? You know, you, you want to go get the Lamborghini or whatever on the airport? You got access to an airport? Do you? I don't know what you have access to or not. I don't want to assume anything. Right, but you you start breaking that stuff down, and then let them realize, oh, I I can't do that because it, it, it's it's not breaking your dream down. Is that you just got more? You got you got something to fight for. Now you know you got work to do. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, people provide you the look and everything, is that and so forth. But when you like you say location scout, is that and so forth. I know a couple of spots, but it's limited. You know what I'm saying? So. Don't be giving me, you know, $200 for a Steven Spielberg event because I hate to bust your bubble unless you can go ahead and help me find these places. And then that's more easier for your side because I can just come through with the cameras and do yeah. what I do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I totally understand that, man. And yeah, man, I, I just 
I just it, it just it kind of baffled me at times, man. When when you know you endowed in something like that and you really want to get somewhere, I think people need a pre-plan and know like they roundabout number. They ain't got to give them the straight up. If they got two thousand dollars in their pocket, they can just say, "Yo, I got number fifteen hundred, or I maybe got thirteen hundred, or whatnot," and be honest about it. You get what I'm saying, and, and and that's where it gets to the point of when we do throw that ballpark figure at you and whatnot, they kind of like, "Oh no, I thought you was going." I like, but well, now you're showing me that you got a budget, and we got to be ready with that ballpark figure too, especially you know starting out. There's a lot of apprehension. But the more and more we do it, we got to be ready for it. It's just it's part of the customer service experience. You don't want to be waiting too long to give somebody a price. Give them a ballpark. Don't be afraid of it. And and you know what? As a business owner, you know what the big benefit is? You get to decide how much you make. You get to decide. This, this particular project is going to be worth this much to me. Why? Because I said so. I'm the business owner. This yep. particular and, and, and your job is to show up, give that value, give that experience, and justify that. Make it make sense to them with the experience and the quality product they get. But right, right. I, here's the thing. I grew beyond the point of other people putting their limitations on me when it comes to that stuff. It's like, nah, it's not that I can't do it. I can't. It's not that I can't do X, Y, Z. There's just not the budget for it. And who controls the budget? The client. Mm. That's it. Like, it's not that Tony can't do this particular shoot. You don't have the budget to lock down one of the city blocks in Norfolk and for us to drive cars down there and do a fake march or whatever. Like, you, you don't have it. You don't. Right. I, I would love to do it. Please let me know when you have the budget for that. But right. nah. and, and I approach it more that way. It's like, don't don't put your insecurities and limitations. Don't don't blame me for those. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not my fault that we I'm don't have equipment. that we don't have in the budget an extra 10 grand for a permit to go shut down a block. Right, 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 right. Hey, I, I want to do that. There's a lot of things I want to do. I would love to have my name attached to a project that we had helicopters and, and all this stuff going on. I right, love it. Right. <laughs> it ain't my fault, though, because a lot of times you get that. You you get the whole, like, oh, he, he don't see the vision. I see the vision. You don't see your wallet. You, now that's, hey, look, look, look. you don't see your wallet and you don't see your limit. <laughs> just that simple. You just don't see your limit. I see the vision, bro. Like I, I, <laughs> I have as much fun as I have more fun with this than you do. You know how right, fun it right. is for me to shoot this stuff and for you guys to be on the other side of the camera and I'm shooting this and getting the angles and I'm over here thinking I can't wait to get back there and edit it and the cuts I'm going to do and all that. Oh, man. I'd love it, bro. Get get me in front of a helicopter and airplanes and all that stuff. Let me know. Man. Bro, so where, so what's next for you, man? Right, let me ask you something real quick, and I ain't going to hold you up too much more because it's already oh, late for us. But yeah. I will... I'll, are you, are you, uh, are you uh, right now doing this full-time? You got other things going on? Like, Yes, I have a like um I have a retainer that actually like got me for on, on a weekly basis. You okay, know? great. Um that is always good to get get yourself in the mindset that personal aura put you to put you in the mind frame of having you know retainers and stuff like that when you're doing your business, but I do do this full time, everything's under my name and whatnot. Happy to say that. That's and, awesome. Um, yeah, man, I, I I tell people like um, my man Jeff Simon said too. He told me he said, "Yo, I ain't telling you to quit your job, but I can just let you know the water's fine over here." You know, what <laughs> I mean? and I got it, and I understand, and I agree. The water is fine, you know. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think people should just jump out there like blindfolded. They should have a plan. And um, what's next for me is 
pretty much. Um, did we get to that question yet, or I'm gonna get to that after this? Get through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then. But 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 my advice to the creators and whatnot: don't don't put yourself in a scarce mode enough to go broke. Meaning the fact of you like forget it. I'm just gonna try to find a way to pay my rent on the 28th. It's the 28th of the month, and you just want to quit your job and say I'm gonna find a way to pay my rent and whatnot on the first. Don't put yourself in that mindset. Set up for your goal. Your goal is to be a business owner. Start there. Instead of just going out thinking that you're going to be a business owner. Start replace there. replace your there. income first. You got to yeah, replace your, your income, income first. Right. Get your income right. Get yourself stable. And then you take your step further and whatnot. Um, I happen to say that God put me in this position because I did. I was on a fence. Working at a hospital, getting all the benefits, worked there for quite a bit, and this, that, and so forth. And once I started getting around the people that was thinking on ownership and everything and whatnot, I realized I won't force in anything. I basically was just playing my part, and eventually my work ended up looking. I mean, a client seen it, and then a client seen it, and then was I don't know how God did this, but got him to actually. Tell me how much I'm worth it. If he say, yo, I'm going to do a, say this, let's say this. I'll do a commercial. Now, as an owner, you don't pull the tag with your, uh, your employee is going to be doing something for and whatnot. But I can charge a person. He literally said this. I could charge a person $1,200 for a 30 second video. You're worth um, 20 an hour. Well, actually, five hundred a day. You know what I'm saying? You're worth five hundred a day. No, no, I take that back. Two hundred a day. You're worth two hundred a day. He's making a twelve hundred dollar video, and I can bank a grand. He said that to me. Like I, yeah, I know you're going to shoot it and edit it. That's two hundred dollars, and I can make a thousand by you just having my air. I'm just just because you can sit in my studio and do that. So that opened my mind up with the same time me being around people that got ownership and stuff like that. Like it ain't bad after all to actually, you know, step out on faith. So let me get my, let me get my duckish right. Let me save up them $200, <laughs> get, get my, get my direction straight. And I initially made my decision and never looked back since, you know, prayed at the short, prayed at the ocean front and went on back home, felt relieved. Bunch of butterflies flew around my car like it was a spirit following me, and I ain't been back since. And I've been comfortable, you know. But um, I want to make sure that I want I got I got into the mind frame of being uncomfortable by making more attempts and staying in different different um like niches and stuff like that. Because I'm again, I don't want to be a person that's honed in to a limit and just saying I shoot this camera just for this. I want to do everything I can do in my power to make things happen because I want to I want a life to live and I want to enjoy doing what I do. You know what I mean? So I just tell y'all creators, just have your plan, you know, um, things if things don't fall in place as your expectation may allow you to see. Just know that it's going to come if you're working towards it. You know what I'm saying? Because eventually it's going to come. It may come that you may say, I want the next money. It might come to you next week. You hit the number, you get, get a little money, and then you save it up, and then you start building up on your business. I don't know how that works, but only God do. It's written. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a firm believer, and just plan. Plan your plan your next step. 
You know what I'm saying? As what's next for me, again, I got a retainer. I'm looking to I'm I'm looking to set a goal of having more than one container. Um, hold on, it's three of them, but I want to have five by the end of um, by at least by by August. I want to have five. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's my that's my word. And I'm stamp. I mean, that's my number, and I'm stamping on it because I really feel like that will put me in a sweet position to actually, you know, have something to show forth on a monthly current basis and whatnot. I want more of the um, experiences I can have with these clients and this, that, and so forth, other than trying to go out there and trying to wrestle and hustle and bustle up money and bust it up. You know, as a creator, when you're on your own, you're on your own. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to do things on a selfless note, not a shelf, selfish note. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. That's my my next go to is like it's a, it's a documentary coming out, um, anniversary content for this um hair company I'm working for. Um, what's up? Oh, more more. Be be sure to look out every Monday and Wednesday. I'm on Instagram at seven o'clock. I just sit there and I share my thoughts with the community. I do build on there. You know, we as creators, we got to have that self-belief in ourselves. And I'm just here to remind them on those days um, because a lot of creators actually tap in with me and whatnot and talk to me on the DM. I just want to share some of those, you know, some of those stories that we do have and whatnot. And um, I do that. And I also just just open, bro. Like, you know, when my availability is open and just to work with others and whatnot, I just want people to be great around me as well as I want to get better. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I'm never gonna I'm never gonna shut that door. So um so yeah man that's that's what's on my plate right now and what's for the year for this year this that and so forth. Um I spoke on goals on the last Instagram and this that and so forth and um realistically it's on the timeline that on what's my long-term goal is on that timeline so i'm just trying to stay current in that and keep moving man you know what i'm saying that's great bro that's great and, and like i said man I, the stuff you're putting out i respect it it's i, I felt i felt a proud moment it, watching we don't even know each other we got to get around each other more often but we today we don't know each other and i felt proud when i saw that i was like man that's dope for him to to be doing the things he's doing the grind the 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 self-awareness of, of just, I'm going to go out there and seek to get better. I'm going to practice. I see it, man. I see what you're doing. It's, it's inspiring. I, I appreciate everything you're doing. I appreciate you talking tonight, man. We're going to have more of these conversations. And I'm going to hit you up real soon, not even uh, not, not on some cliche stuff. I want to talk to you about some stuff that we got going on that I, I think you might be able to, you know, if you got the time, maybe you come through and, and we work on something together too. Because hey, I got some stuff coming down the pipeline that um I'm not in the season anymore of trying to do it on myself, even if I could. I'm not. Bingo. I'm, 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 I'm spreading it. I might I might just shoot something and give it to somebody else to edit and be like, yo, here's what's in the budget. Go ahead and do this. Okay. If somebody wants it. that's My mindset is that these days. You know, I'm okay. not trying to... To be honest, there's a lot of jobs I could do 100% by myself. There's a lot of shoots I could do by myself. But right. one thing I learned with my dad growing up is he taught me there's a lot of value in just handing somebody a wrench when they're underneath the car. There's a lot of value in that. You don't have to know how to fix it. But the Big fact that with it, just hand it over. Hey, pass me the wrench real quick. Don't make me roll out from under this car. Just pass that to me real quick. Pass me the socket. 
Pass me this. You know funny? Let's use that analogy right now on what we talked about earlier in this conversation. You know what the wrench you passing? Let's say a message. Hey, man, good looking. I like what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Um, I like. And let me share his joke. I like what's going on. That's the wrench passing. Yeah. That's the wrench passing. Yeah, no. And, and, in the, and, and when I'm thinking about it's actual tough. gigs, when I'm thinking about actual gigs, too, I'm not being selfish with whatever, you know, whatever's coming in. Because right. I used to I used to think, you know what? I'm the business owner. I'm going to take 100 <laughs> percent. Nah, I, 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 I don't. I got calls and stuff because we got office space and stuff. But it's like you got to do the hundred percent. You're gonna sacrifice your family. What's that hundred percent mean to you, mental health wise, spiritually, and a whole lot of other things, emotionally, health wise? What's that mean, right? What's that mean, customer service wise? Yeah. Because now your lead time is getting longer and longer and longer because I got three projects in the can. So now you're gonna have to sit tight for a couple months now till I get to that. Yep. Bro, spread it. That's how our business grows. You want yep. you you want a hundred percent of a thousand dollars, or you want fifty percent of ten thousand? Yeah. And what, what do you what do you with want? My three clients with my three clients, they're like, you know, I got one that's like consistent. I got one like bi-monthly, and I have one that's like bi-weekly. But if I can get two more to squeeze in there, this, that, and so forth, I'm not saying I'm gonna be the busiest man in the world. I just know that it's it's cool, you know what I'm saying? I can I can live with that, even if one fall off and I actually get the other two, I still met my goal because I definitely just want to come across. Five different tables between now and August. You get you know where I've been thinking. I'm kind. I'm kind of along those lines too. And I'm hoping, yeah. like my my vision right now for this year, is for like, for example, you got your your two retainer clients right now. What I would like is to be around people where it's like I know I could count on two retainers here. I know I could count on a certain amount of hours with this group over here. I know I could count on a certain amount of hours with cap over here. Yeah, it's it's like that's another way to get retainers too. It's like, I know I could count on, you know, two, three gigs with him a month. Right. I got that over there. I got two gigs over here that's retainer directly through me. And it, because, bro, it's a, it's a gig lifestyle. I don't know how other people are doing it, you know, um, in terms of giving somebody 40 hours a week and throwing them on a salary. I don't know. I know right now, today, everybody around me is on a gig lifestyle. They get it. They respect it. They know that there's no promise of work tomorrow. But you know what? There might be a gig tomorrow. There might and that's be. one thing, too. Like, I'm not stingy on giving. If I'm not available, I'm not stingy. I would love to recommend you to some people. There's quite a few people call me and say, yo, can you do this and do that? It'd be some things like events or something like that. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not a fan of, I mean, like a big fan of making events happen and this, that, and so forth. It depends on what event it is. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm helping a team with an event, that's a different story. But if I got to solely go out and do like a birthday party or, or a gender reveal or something like that, I may give that to some people out there that I know that's willing to do break their back to make it happen because that's what they love to do. You get what I'm saying? Weddings and so forth. Like I'm, I'm, I'd rather help on a wedding more so than just be ahead of a wedding. You get what I'm saying? And your value. So, and it goes full circle to everybody that, that would listen to this creative wise. Your value is not the video. Like I need people to understand that your value is not the video. Your value is being the solution guy. Your value is being the, the problem solver. So, so when people, and I love to do this too. When I do give it to folks, I don't need tell the client to call this person and tell them I sent you. I'd rather for you to just go and just see what you get from that. Because I'm not a, I'm not a, I, I'd rather, I'd rather be a person because I've always been this way. I don't know why my mom told me, look, boy, you need to just let people know how much, how much blessings you are to folks. But <laughs> I'm just, I'm just that type of, per- I'm a humble person. I really feel like 
if you need something and I, I'm not available to get it to you, I want to help you find it. I'm that person you call the wrong number. Well, let me help you find that person you're calling. You get what I'm saying? I'm more so like that in the creative world because I feel like everybody has a shot. Everybody needs that shot, you know? So when people do occasionally come across and say, Cap, I like what you're doing, or Cap, um, when we can link up and this, that, and so forth. If I say, no, I'm not doing it and this, that, and so forth, I'm, I, I may not have you in mind right there, but when somebody called me and they saying, yo, I need a particular person to come out and shoot, and I'm booked that day, I don't mind to say, yo, well, look at this guy. I'm gonna shoot you this Instagram. Well, look at this female. She's dope on um, she's dope on gender reveals. You need to see some of her work. I send that off and I don't get out there and say, look, make sure you, you know, give me a piece. Nah, I'm more of the person that's like, that's yours because you deserve that. You know what I'm saying? I just stirred, I just stirred the boat back into your lane. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I am, man. And that's the heart that everybody should have. Instead of trying. Trying their hardest, knowing that money came across the table, trying their hardest to squeeze it into their schedule, they know they can't get it done. Because you're losing, yeah. you're losing quality value on the quality of the video because you just want to do a rush. Let me get this quick 300 or quick 400 or something like that. You got that already imputed in your mind, so you're going to do just that, just that, instead of just trying to give them your all, you know? And you're going to lose a client because that's going to be a return of client, you know? So... Right. I feel like, yo, I, I, they, they, some of the people become retainer clients. Oh, Cap, I know you can get to me right now, but can you get to me now? You got you got some time open? Because I got a, I got an idea I want to do for my uh, son's graduation or something like that. I'm open. Let's get it done. That comes solely for me putting them on <laughs> and I'm putting somebody on it. They don't even know. They're like, damn, who, who sent this person to me? Different. You know what I'm saying? So I but love it. We all got a different personality suit because it's not always necessarily a skill set level, right? Like somebody might do a video way better than you, but you work differently with this particular person. And it's not, I'm careful with that word. It's not better. It's different. You might have a better, you might have a personality that clicks more with this particular team, right? That don't mean that he's better. Right. It, it just means that they, they, they blend better. That's, that's it. They, they right. got a better, you know, they, they are better. They, they're in sync more, you know, maybe there's a cultural thing there, maybe, whatever. It doesn't matter, but but it's not. It doesn't have to be egos or whatever for this particular project for that particular team. He would work best with them. That's that's not the team for me. That maybe that's not the team for him. It it, it becomes an ego thing. It's like, bro, you might not have clicked with that particular group over there. It's not a knock on right. you. We just all like different things. We're all comfortable with different things. And when it comes to the client, you move on. You find you fit in where you fit in. You go where you're celebrated, man. Don't go where you're tolerated. Go where you're celebrated. Yeah, and make the best of it, man. Treat people well, and the money will follow, man. Treat people well. Be humble. Follow up. Communicate. It's pretty simple. The biggest thing is have patience. Stop giving yourself yep. time limits. Oh, I'm 45 years old this year. I'm 50. I, it, it didn't work out. For what? I tell hey, people all the time, you plan, you plan on dying yes. tomorrow? I don't. Nah. <laughs> Far from it. So, so we keep pushing. You stop making yeah. goals because, oh, I'm, I'm 60 now. I'm at the end of my life. Says who? Doesn't matter. Keep yeah, it moving, man. My, my mentality, my inspiration is the kids. You you got how many kids you got? I got one. Either got way, well, well, once you once you once you have a child, it changes your perspective a whole lot. I'm not in this for me. I'm not in this for me. If if I don't see if I don't see the mansion, which that's not it's not even in my mindset anyway, but if I don't see the mansion, so what? My kids might. I care I care more yeah. about the legacy we leave behind, the opportunities we leave open. And if we don't even get to open any doors, if we don't get that far, right? If nothing else, you just led by example and show them that it's worth trying. 
is worth pursuing what you care about. That's it. That's, That's it. Key, Forget man. it. So what if you saw me fail and learn from some of the mistakes I made? Don't make the same yep. mistakes. That doesn't mean you shouldn't go try to do it. Pursue yep. everything. I tell my kids at home, you want to be a video game streamer, then you better be the best one. Go in to dedicate yourself to that. Do research. Learn how to be entertaining. Learn how to, you know, what the things people are doing. I don't yep. care. I don't put a ceiling or a limit on anything. What I do tell you is you better have a plan and you better be consistent with whatever you're doing. And don't and, and, and find your own happiness, man. Not everybody wants a house. Not everybody wants to live in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Find what you love and, and stop comparing your success to somebody else's. Bro, the biggest thing in business, stop counting anybody else's pockets. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh, because so-and-so made this much money. Yeah, I'm upset or whatever. Or, oh, you, you, you made that much money. I need to make this much. Because I'm going to tell you something, and, and, and we'll get to know each other more, but I'm big on this. In the beginning, there was a mindset of, there was a mindset of, of before I give you my rate to be a second shooter, how much are you making on that job? Mm. There was that mindset a lot. It doesn't matter. I'm not counting your pockets. The mindset I'm at today, as business has grown, it's more about how much are you comfortable making and don't worry about what the invoice is. You know why? Because you don't know what somebody else is, uh, you don't know what other burden somebody else is carrying. Let's Thank say let, let's say let's say I'm running a gig, right? I got a particular client that's willing to pay for a random number. Let's say they're willing to pay $20,000 for that, right? Right. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter to the next person how much that invoice is. You know why? Cuz you don't know what my bills are. You don't know. And it shouldn't matter. It doesn't. That's even that's biblical. It's it's more on the lines of what are you comfortable earning? What do you feel like your time is worth? Establish three, that three, three words to say to remember know your numbers, know your number, whatever, and That's stand behind it. If if you say if you say if, if you if you have decided on your own that your time is worth 300 an hour, so be it. That's cool. That might open doors for you, that might close doors for you, but you need to stand behind your number, whatever it is. Just be there happy with that. And don't get no. into the game of don't get it because you know what happens, man. At some point. Information gets around and it might occur. It, it might come across your email or, or in a conversation you might overhear that, oh, snap, we paid $10,000 for that video. And then what you're going to do, you're going to start resenting your buddy. You're going to start getting upset because had I known he was getting 10 grand, I'd have charged him to, uh, I'd have charged him seven grand. Nah, bro. No, you, no here's, here's always my answer to that. Why don't we play that game when we're working for, for a fast food or when we're working for a hospital or when we're working for an office? Do you care at all that when you were working at McDonald's, that that location was bringing in $3 million and they were paying you $10 an hour? Did you care? Why do you care when it's with your homie? Why are you counting your boy's pockets, but you're never counting your nine to five's pockets? Home pocket. Yeah. Why? I don't understand that. For some reason. And that's like a cultural thing there. That's almost like a loser's mindset. Like, pick, pick your number, be comfortable with that and work through that and stop worrying about it. Matter of fact, celebrate that your boy made $10,000 and he paid you 500. Celebrate that because you know what that tells you? You can do the same thing. Learn, earn, like learn, learn how he did it. Sit Instead of being upset about it, tell him, yo, school me. I want, I want to build my own thing. How do I get to that point where I can have a couple employees around me and helping me out the way I helped you? Don't, right. don't grow resentment and upset because that's the quickest way to failure is getting mad and being the person that can give you the game right now. You're going to get upset with him and alienate yourself and close those opportunities? That's what you're going to do? You're going to tell him it ain't fair because I heard you made 5000 that last gig and you paid me 200 Bro, that's the fee you, you – that's what you agreed to. Don't count my pockets. Stop counting everybody else's. You're just going to resent your friends and you're going to close doors. That's all you're going to do.
Right. And it ain't about taking advantage again because we live in a gig lifestyle, right? Big time. Pick, pick, pick the number you're comfortable with, or negotiate the number you're comfortable with. It ain't always about picking, but just negotiate it, right? That's it. Just do don't it. Your number. Don't don't get upset. And, and here's the thing: don't I think nobody. I think that's one thing that made me feel more humble about you know if I'm getting charged and if I'm charging this and they okay with that and they end up letting another person get on a project and they get they charge X amount of money, way more than what I'm doing this and so forth. I'm okay with it. I don't feel no type of way because the fact of I asked for my number and they provided me my number. They didn't talk me down to anything to pay this next person. They just said, okay, you worth that much. That's how much we're going to pay you. Oh, you worth that much? Uh, but here, you still get it because that's you. I'm okay with that. You might not be available. It, it might not work for that job, right? Like if you, you got a particular know. number, right? Maybe not this job, but maybe another job. When I got a bigger budget, I might be able to bring this person on. But here's another thing I want so people to understand too. That client, that client has a credible name. And then when I go get other jobs and they know I've worked for that client, that got me more money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and one thing is, is as far as counting pockets that another thing people need to consider too is you got to understand that you sit behind several calls as the owner or the one that runs this particular job, right? Right. If, if, you, if you're going to try to count somebody's pockets and make it based on what percentage you want, First of all, you're not a business partner, so you don't get to talk about percentages. You don't. You're not a partner in this. You're not a business partner. You you are essentially subcontracting. There's not going to be right. a conversation about percentages. Another thing right. is, too, is the higher some gigs might need three or four guys. It might. And if I'm going to play the percentage game and give you the largest chunk because whatever, what about the other guys that I need to bring? I, I when you when you as the business owner, here's here's some you know some game for people that are starting out in their business. When you're doing your pricing, start pricing yourself in a way where you have meat in your price to bring on additional help. Don't yeah. price it to where all you can afford to do is bring yourself or one other guy. You need to have some kind of headroom there to where, you know what, this particular job needs three people. I'm comfortable. Because the last yeah. thing you need to do hold when on, you're talking hold about. Hold on. I'm trying to find because I don't know if this light will cut off on me. Oh, no, we... But no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. No, nah, but the, the thing is, the last thing you want to do more than anything is you do not want to start upsetting your customer. So I think what you need to come in is add, add a number with your customer that's not going to fluctuate too much based on, okay, in this price range, I could bring on two, three guys. Uh huh. Don't, don't start bringing a price now. Don't go so low that now when you need help, you got to ratchet up that price by, you know, two, three hundred percent. Yeah, man. Try, try to give yourself a little bit of buffer. Consider the, the pricing is difficult, especially when you're starting. But try to consider your gas costs, your, your mental costs, because there's something, you know, you're, you're figuring <laughs> out your price. You're figuring it out, right? There is no standard rate for videography. You got to figure that out. Right. And, and and then leave a little room there. So when you might need help, or you know what I'd like to, try to leave a little room too, where if you can't do the gig, then you can send somebody else to go do it. Try to leave a little bit of room for that. Try. Mm. But the, the idea of, you know, because a lot of times we try to go in there with the cheapest price and I'm the cheapest. Sometimes, you know what? That works against you. Some clients understand why are you the cheapest? You're the cheapest for a reason. Yep. I've learned that way. Go yeah. hard way. So yeah. don't never be silent sounding like you cheap. Just know your number. If they yeah. don't, it's like it's like it's like you on a rack full of clothing, different pricing. That person gonna pick up a shirt from off that uh, clothes rack. If it's not your clothes rack, what'd it do? It stays there until somebody picks you up. So yeah, yeah. If you nah, can but- put yourself being in that knowledge. You're going to get a long way in life. Just yeah. know your number. 
Well, I appreciate you, man. Man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you yeah. for giving me a chance to spread the word with you, good brother, on this platform. And I wish nothing but much success for you in this platform, man. You got a great thing going, and I can't wait to see how this flourish. You, you too, man. Man? Nah, you too, man. Okay. Yo, that, it, it's been great. We're going to talk again soon, man. Almost definitely. I'm here, man. I'm here. <laughs>